Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. And they're saying the land through which we search is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people we saw are men of a great stature. We saw giants, sons of Anak, and we were like grasshoppers in their sight. So the recommendation to the congregation is, don't go up. It's too much of a struggle. We can't succeed. Don't go. And in the first verse of chapter 14, the congregation lifted up their voice. They cried and they wept all night. And then you find that there was a massive rebellion. The children of Israel rebelled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said, we would have been better if we died in the land of Egypt, or that we died in the wilderness. And they're saying, why has God brought us into this place to die by the sword that our wives and our children should be killed? Isn't it better to return into Egypt? Now, I find this is absolutely appalling that after the tremendous miracle of their release and the crossing of the Red Sea, and I'll talk about this later, and here they are, they've had commandment from the Lord, they've met the Lord at Sinai and different places, they've seen miracles, they've seen the power of God, but now they're saying it's better to go back. What, go back into Egypt to deny all that God has done and to go back into slavery? If you go back into Egypt, you're going to go back into slavery. That's all you were there. And so in the rebellion, they took control. They were appointing someone to take control. And so in verse 5, the reaction of Moses and Aaron is that they fell on their faces in front of the whole assembly of the congregation. And they were obviously weeping and they were concerned and they were shocked. So then it comes to verse 6 where it says Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, which were part of the twelve, they also were so shocked, they tore their clothes, which was symbolic of, of, of shock and, uh, and, and of horror. And they spoke to the whole company, the whole congregation, saying, the land which we pass through is exceeding good. And in verse 8, to me, I mark this verse so strongly. There, Joshua and Caleb are saying, Now, if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us into this land. Give it to us. The Lord will give us this land. A land which we all know is flowing with milk and honey. Only in verse 9, don't rebel against the Lord. Don't be afraid of the people of the land, because in verse 9, colloquial English, they, we will eat them. <laughs> I like that expression. We will eat them, not be eaten by them. 
for their defense is gone and the Lord is not with them. The Lord is with us. Don't be afraid. You see, this was a tremendous challenge of faith. Here you've got, unfortunately, the majority, and I'm sad to say that in too many cases, the majority rules. And unfortunately, even in the church today, I'm sorry to say, in the church today, so often it's the majority that are in the negative and a minority that actually step out in faith and believe God. So he said, they said, the Lord is with us, don't be afraid. And what, what was the reaction? Now, I'm actually shocked. You know, I'm studying this again. Of course, I've known this and I've preached on this so many times, but I've never, ever, until the Holy Spirit really made this come alive, which he's done today, and it's only today this thing has come alive, that what happens in verse 10, the congregation stoned them. Here you are, you've got two men of faith saying if God was with us, nothing is impossible. Look, what a, a, an example of faith going against the witness of the ten who uh, had no faith at all uh, and, and, and were wanted to go back. Here you've got the two and they were actually the congregation Come on, this is the whole of Israel rose up against the two men of faith and wanted to stone them to death. Well, thank God he appeared because it says in that same verse, the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. So the Lord stopped them literally, and the Lord showed and manifested his glory. I like that. There are times when the scripture is quite strong on this. The Lord reveals himself in glory. And now in verse 11, the Lord spoke to Moses and he said, how long will this people provoke me to kill them? He says, how long will these rebellious, faceless people, it's not, there's only two in the whole congregation, well, two million people, maybe more. There's only two in that number who are standing by faith and saying, if God is for us, God will give us the land and we'll eat the people. And God says, how long will this people provoke me? How long will it be before they actually believe me? Oh my, what a challenge that expression is. God says, how long does it take for people to have faith, to believe and to trust me? And, you know, I feel that at this specific time in the church, this specific time in, in the nation, in the world, this is a strong challenge to us as Christians. How long does it take for God to convince us to trust him? You know, even God is saying, this trust, this faith does not come easily. 
Because he goes on to say, how long will it be before they believe me for all the signs that I've shown? In other words, God says, look, I've given so much demonstration of my faith and my power. I cannot understand how much more do I have to do? And let me remind you, Moses in Deuteronomy 4, and I love to preach on that, when Moses says, the greatest miracle ever seen on the face of the earth, from the beginning of time till now, from one side of the world to the other, the greatest miracle ever seen on the face of the earth at that time was the crossing of the Red Sea. And sometimes I ask the question, uh, which was the greater miracle, the crossing of the Red Sea on dry land or the total destruction of, of, of the crack troops of the, of the elite Egyptian army, chariots, horses? You know, it's like drowning tanks. And so, as Moses was to say later in Deuteronomy, God is saying here, look, all these miracles and still, they don't trust. And you know, this is the thing that hurts me so much. The fact that God is simply demonstrating his power, calling us to trust him, and he will never, ever fail. I love what Barak said to Balaam when, when Balaam was wanting Barak to curse Israel. And Balak, who's not the believer, says, God is not a man who lies. God does what he says. Look, this is the basis of our faith. God does what he says. And if you need the faith, ask God. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.